Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You have faith in God, have faith also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If there were not, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself, so that where I am you also may be. Where I am going you know the way. Thomas said to him, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. On this first Friday, we celebrate, as we always do, the most sacred heart of Jesus, our Lord. The most sacred heart of the one who suffered all for our sakes, on our behalf, so that we might also share in his resurrection, a theme that is repeated again and again by St. Paul and many others throughout the Acts of the Apostles. The preaching often just takes the same structure again and again. Christ suffered and died for our sins and was raised from the dead, and now you are invited into his life. And as we reflect upon that, something that can sometimes pass us by, and even as we read in today's gospel, do not let your hearts be troubled. And yet we so often are troubled. We allow ourselves to be bothered by so many different things, whether it's personal struggles, financial struggles, beacons, our own sinfulness. But again and again, the words of Scripture and even the words with which John Paul II started his papacy, do not be afraid. Why are we not to be afraid? Because we could outwardly look at it and say, well, if we are to be treated like your son and to share in his resurrection, we could also say, he also was not all that well treated by those that he went to serve, that he was sent to. But yet, because of his obedience, I think sometimes we can miss obedience. It is one of the key virtues. It is the key to unlocking what love truly means. Christ was obedient to his Father. And as a result, he was granted the resurrection, the glory. And as it says in today's second psalm, that you are my son, and he puts all people at his feet. That he subjects all people to Jesus Christ. And we too, whenever we subject ourselves to Jesus Christ, so often I think we are afraid that we are going to, that he's going to take everything away from us. The only thing that he desires to take from you is your sin, your pride, your restless self-seeking. This is the only thing he desires to take from us. And in return, he desires to give us grace upon grace. From the promises of the Sacred Heart, Jesus wants to do nothing more than pour out his love, his graces upon you. That is the deepest desire of his heart. And if we cling to what we think we need or want, we fail to receive what he desires to give. He wants to give us so much. He wants to give me so much. He wants to give you so much. And his heart continues to pour itself out for us in the most blessed sacrament. 
in all the sacraments, in the confessional, in our everyday experiences. Every trial, every tribulation we encounter is an opportunity to grow in grace, an opportunity for his heart to teach us something new in obedience to God's will, which is manifested in the things that we experience day after day, moment by moment. He desires to pour himself out for you, to give himself entirely to you. But in order for us to do that, he also needs to take our pride, our selfishness, our sin, in order to make a space of the many abundant graces he desires to pour out us, his children, his friends, and those that he has redeemed by his blood. 